Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be all things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. Emergency alert! Emergency alert! Insert Leanne's favorite sound effect. Yes. Every time you hear that sound, you know we're here with special reactions. Yeah. Something has happened. <laughs> Something has happened, and this time it is the second Kenobi trailer on May the 4th. It's like the all things are happening today. It's like all of it's going on at once. It's been a very... It's amazing. Stressful day. <laughs> it's been a lot today because we weren't planning on doing this, obviously, because we didn't know a trailer was coming out, but thank you. Disney for dropping yet another masterpiece. But before we get into that, first off, may the 4th be with all of you. Happy May the 4th Star Wars Day. Yes, it's just happens to be May the 4th when we're recording this, which is our one year anniversary from when we announced this podcast. I, I can't believe it's been a year. Honestly, on the day that they drop another Kenobi trailer, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just perfect, like you said. All of our Star Wars planets are aligning today. <laughs> I was going to say, every planet in the Star Wars galaxy literally aligned today. Yeah. But yep. We also have other exciting news that we were planning on dropping just because it was May the 4th and our one year anniversary of announcing this podcast. Yeah. We are now officially on Patreon. So if you look up Most Things Kenobi on Patreon, you will find us there. And you can support us there in three various tiers. There's the Jedi Padawan, Jedi Knight, and Jedi Master. So everyone but Anakin can join the Jedi Master. <laughs> Sorry. It's so Sorry, true. Anakin. <laughs> I know. But wah, each one wah, has really... Wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but everyone has really amazing perks that we are super excited to bring to you. And honestly, the support already has been amazing. Yeah, we already have, like, just today, in a few hours, we already have several patrons. It's, my heart is full. I just can't believe that we have any. Yeah. It's so, like... I know. <laughs> we just do this because we love it, and then to, we do get very impassioned messages from people, but the fact that people want to, like, financially support us, that is a huge thing, and it just means the world to us, truly. Yeah, and we're not going to take it lightly. We are going to provide you some excellent stuff. And I'm excited about some of the things that are listed there that we're going to bring you. So hopefully you guys are as well. Yeah. And we really do appreciate the support, even if it's not on Patreon and you just listen. Yes. We we love you just the same. Yes, so this absolutely. is just another way for us to connect. Yeah, it's kind of like a community building opportunity we'll we'll have hangouts and voting on episodes for the podcast and fun yes. things like that so you can actually help drive like what the content's going to be you'll have a little hand in the pot so to speak so if you want a direct link you can always find it on our social media we will have links in our bios and stuff on instagram mm -hmm. and twitter but you can also go right to our website mostthingskenobi.com and we have patreon in the menu right at the top it's a direct link it'll take you right there super easy 
yeah, that is your one-stop shop for everything. So yeah, everything kind of sources from it goes in and out of the website. You can find everything there. So without further ado, on to the reaction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Because, oh my God. Again, Lauren and I have not talked about, we've said like two or three things. Yeah. We saved it all for this. And my body is ready. So. (laughs) Well, and once again, we both wake up out of a sound sleep to this emergency, like crazy. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just. I know. I hit the ground running this morning. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And it's been a crazy day. Just like May the 4th stuff. Yeah. It's been Plus a our lot. Patreon stuff and trying to absorb everything that we saw. Oh my God, this trailer. <laughs> we saw a lot of the same things we saw in the first trailer, but some key shit we did not see yes. in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about those specifically. So what did you think? First impressions? First impression was that it looks fucking good. It looks yes. really tight. And like the acting seems really good. The script I mean, not that I have anything to go on, but just the snippets they've given us gives me a lot of hope that this is going to really be excellent. If this is the stuff they're choosing and allowing us to see this early prior to the show being released, that's a really good indicator. Yeah. Because this stuff's really good. (laughs) Yeah, right? So they're saving the really, really good stuff for the actual show. Hopefully. I I hope so. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, previews and trailers will give the whole thing away. And this doesn't seem to be that. They seem to be playing it very close to the vest, even though they're showing us little things here and there. It's still, it's not a lot. Mm -mm. We're seeing the same kind of situations, the same scenery. The city planet, obviously Tatooine, uh, the place, what the place where the Inquisitors are. Oh, the Inquisitors Palace. Yeah. The palace. And so... They're keeping that limited, which I do appreciate. I don't want to see it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I want it to be a mystery. But my God, they gave us some dialogue in this one from Obi-Wan slash Ewan. Was it, was it crazy to hear him speak in, in Obi-Wan's? Yes, it was. Because in the, the other, whatever we got, the teaser previously, mm-hmm. he just said, you know, we, we lost. And he had... yes. This was very much like in character when he said to um, Owen, when the time comes, a boy must be trained or whatever. It was just like, yeah, that was very like the voice, you know? Yes. And it was such a blast from the past. I'm getting chills again. I've had like, like massive goosebumps all day. Every time I've seen this trailer and I've watched it like probably no less than seven times at this point. Yes. I'm obsessed. Well, we were taking notes. There's an excuse. Yes. We're. We had to come prepared. Yes. Wink, wink. So we had to watch it a thousand times. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but you're right, though. It was Kenobi's voice. It was it was back to what we know. And, of course, we got to see his portrait on the Wanted ad, the Wanted poster of him from Revenge of the Sith. I know. I was going to say, I love that it's like a promo picture. <laughs> from exactly. The Sith. Like, we've seen this used in memes. <laughs> This very po- this portrait, like <laughs> I translated the portrait or, or the I'm sorry yes. the portrait I translated the uh, wanted poster. The, what does the it era. say? I, please tell me. It just says wanted Obi Wan Kenobi offenses high treason bounty upon capture. Interesting. Yeah, high treason. Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, really? Okay, Vader. <laughs> right. We talk about high treason, but you know. <laughs> 
He wasn't the one who tried to kill Palpatine. (laughs) No, no. But I guess cutting Anakin's legs and arm off and all that was high treason. Yeah, it's going to bring the drama and there's going to be pain. Because as you mentioned, and probably my, well, my second favorite line in the trailer is when Owen says to him, like, you trained his father. Oh, damn. God, this is the pain we've been wanting, but I'm not ready. (laughs) I know. He's kind of right, though. Like, if he wants to protect Luke, looking at it from Owen's point of view, I'd be kind of like, I'm not so sure I want you taking care of this boy or training this boy. You kind of didn't do a great job now that his dad is like an evil Sith Lord. It's true. Yeah. But that doesn't make it any less painful. No, but God, I'm here for it. I love I am the pain. I am a thousand percent here for it. This is what I want. That little shot they showed of like the taken aback that oh, gosh, Obi-Wan yeah. was. Like, can you imagine what he's feeling? It's not like he doesn't know and doesn't think about it constantly. Right, exactly. Oh, God. You know. Unnecessary. <laughs> Come on, Owen. <laughs> I have my words with, I'll have my words with. Owen eventually <laughs> but if he's gonna bring the pain that we asked for from Kenobi I'm here for oh free yeah. pass mm-hmm hand hands up I want to <laughs> yeah I'm here for this okay my favorite yes. thing <laughs> yes that I lost yes. my fucking shit over yes Obi-Wan kicking someone's ass with just his bare hands and no lightsaber <laughs> yes yes I literally like if this is the only snippet I ever get my whole yes. life, and it's just in this trailer, I literally can die happy now. That's all I ever wanted. Absolutely, <laughs> it, it is so good. It's so good with the blaster and the manhandling and the yeah. body slamming. Yes. And we know Kenobi's capable of this. We've seen him do it a thousand times, yes. especially in the Clone Wars. I mean, oh, yeah, he basically the Clone ass Wars. All the time in the Clone Wars. So the fact that they're bringing it in this is great. This is great. I'm very excited. And we see him shooting a blaster, which you will almost never yes, see. Never. I love it. I'm very excited. I just, because, okay, having the force and all that, it's like, yes, he's very powerful. But like, this requires him to not rely on that so much and to prove that he's capable of like, still being formidable without his lightsaber, without the force, without the Jedi. And I'm very excited to see how they'll portray that. Because in one of the shots yeah. where he's firing the blaster and they're like out in the desert, there's like a dead stormtrooper behind him as he's knocking the other guy unconscious. And I'm just like, yes. Am I going to get to see Obi-Wan take out a whole transport of stormtroopers? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm a sick I bastard, really, really but I want it so. so bad. You're not sick. This is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though, yeah. it's going to be amazing. I want it. Oh, it's. Oh. And we know, like you said, let, we've seen you and me's training for it. So. Yes. Ah, and what is it going to be like for Obi-Wan Kenobi to restrain his use of the force to, to just literally hold back without holding back? Like, so he's, he's fighting, he's physically in it. And yet he has to restrain such a strong and powerful and overwhelming part of him that's been with him for how long? Yeah, that's an amazing point. You know, that has to be, that has to be tough. Yeah. I love that kind of conflict, though. Oh, me too. <laughs> so good. This is the pain I subscribe to. In our five things we wanted, I think we both said pain. Crying. <laughs> crying and pain. Being distraught. Yeah. And we didn't mean ourselves. 
That's just a byproduct. That's we just, meant yeah. Obi Wan. We're the collateral damage of the show. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes, body slam us and toss us in the pile with stormtroopers, Obi-Wan, please. Emotional body slamming happening everywhere. Which, on a side note, before the trailer came out, earlier this week, the rating of the show was discovered to be TV-14. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yes. A lot of people seemed upset by this. And here's the thing. I think you can get the story, a good story, a worthwhile story across and not have to use anything that goes over that rating yeah you know what i mean truly Mm -hmm. but do you recall what the rating was of rogue one i don't actually i can look it up really quickly because i was worried that tv 14 wouldn't involve vader slashing someone in half (laughs) that's my only worry (laughs) you're not gonna get get your slaughter scene that's all i wanted really pg-13 I think. Okay, so 14, 13. Yeah, it's around the same. We could still we could still get Vader slashing someone in half. Yes, because I think that rating, part of it has to do with, like, there's no blood, right? So, like... True. I was watching one of the Narnia movies the other day, and they're, like, slashing people, stabbing people. Mm-hmm. There's no blood at all. It's, like, mm-hmm. very PG-13. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of it. And then there's like certain rules too about like if you have a gun, it can't be pointed directly down the camera lens and stuff like that. Oh, correct. Yes. Or it yes. can't like be pointed on like like I know the Batman the animated series, they could never have mm-hmm. a gun that was visibly pointed at a human or something. It's like you could see them point the gun, but not at the person. The person had to be like off camera or something like that. So basically like what we saw Obi-Wan using a blaster, we don't know who he's shooting at. It's implied. Yeah. It's not directly at the camera. So it falls in line with Yeah, the and like we see them it. shoot people in Rogue One. There's just not like oh, yeah. blood spraying out or anything. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I think Clone Wars is kind of in that rating. I think the TV show Clone Wars is in that rating. I'm sorry. How many people got stabbed in the back in Clone Wars? <laughs> there was no blood, so it's it passed. <laughs> anyway, I'm not worried about Kenobi having a TV rated 14 yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think they can still... I mean, I bet Bo- Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian were similar ratings, and they we killed. Some good fight scenes. They killed the whole yeah. warehouse of people in a meatpacking yeah. factory. So you know. And we don't know what happened to Max Rebo. He's still missing. He's assumed dead by that restaurant cantina getting blown up. <laughs> I'm still upset by this that we don't know his whereabouts after me just learning his name after all these years. R.I.P. Max Rebo. Maybe not though. Rip Max. Maybe not. We don't know. He lives forever. Maybe they'll release you know like a a tribute album. <laughs> Oh my god, when that (laughs) in memoriam, Max Rebo. (laughs) This year at the Oscars, he's Yeah, yes. It's all the people at the Cantina and Max Rebo. Oh my god, I'm dying. That's so funny. Okay. (laughs) Super long tangent there, but who cares? I love it though. It's applicable. We talked about TV ratings. Yeah, yeah. It it applies. (laughs) But since I mentioned Vader. I was going to say. Okay, here comes the chills again, because I am loving the Inquisitor woman that we keep seeing. Reva. Yes. Is that her name? Reva. Reva. I'm assuming it's Reva, but oh, I'm guessing it's Reva. But her screaming at Obi-Wan. Yes. Chills as we get snippets of Anakin's arm. I'm sorry. 
excuse me, Darth Vader's metal arm getting put on, his placket on his chest, the breathing. Yeah. I'm getting chills talking about it. Like, <laughs> OMG. And then the look on Obi-Wan's face as they, like, laid over the breathing of Darth Vader. Perfect. Yeah. Perfection. But her screaming was so impactful. Yeah. It's so easy to sound cheap or, like, insincere when you're screaming. It's hard to sound sincere. And I think she, she, like, gave me chills. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I'm really looking forward to her character. I think she's going to be incredibly effective. I love everything that I've seen so far. Like, her vibe, everything. Her costumes. Yeah. I just... The costume. If you zoom in on her pants, her pants are amazing. Yes, I, I did. I did. Did you? <laughs> of course. Of course her we pants did. are amazing. Oh, yeah. I, they look comfortable. I was the, I was like they kind of look like some workout leggings I have that look they're like made to look like motorcycle pants. So yeah. I mean, if you're on the hunt for Obi Wan and you are striking out and you will continue to strike out because we know he never gets found. I mean, hello, right? You gotta wear something comfortable. Part of me had a a question. I wonder if he fakes his own death at some point, since right now they're very aware that he's still out there. That's an interesting thought. Maybe to get them off his trail. At the end of this series or whatever, they're going to, like, fake his death. Like, he'll die in an explosion or something, but they'll never find the body. Something like that. I don't know. I wonder. That's, that's very interesting. I never thought of that. Because the Inquisitors make, obviously, because it's made in a different order and A New Hope came first. But, like, there's no Inquisitors in the original trilogy. So we assume, what, that they're not being used anymore? Or... Well, I think they get... We do see some more action of them in Rebels. And I think a few get taken out. That's the true. Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, but then like by the time we get to Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, like we don't really see or hear of Inquisitors anymore. I think they get taken out. I know Ahsoka takes out one. Because she's a fucking badass. I want to see Ahsoka in this badass. show. Can we get some Ahsoka in this show? Please. Just a little. Ugh. Just a little. We have to. We didn't put that on our list. <laughs> we didn't? Well, I guess no. I kind of did when I said Clone Wars flashbacks, but I honestly, I'd yeah. love it if we got current day Ahsoka with Rosario Dawson. We did kind of mention Ahsoka as we were discussing it, but it wasn't one of our top things. You said Clone Wars flashbacks and definitely like, because we talked about Cassian right. being like showing up and Ahsoka possibly showing up. Showing yes. up. So anyway, that's a lot of pain and drama that maybe is saved for season two, season three, if we get it. Did you notice that they called it a six part event? Event. Yeah, yeah. Well, An event. I wonder if it's because they haven't decided if they're going to do a sequel or uh, a sequel of uh, uh, season two, or maybe they know that they're not going to do a season two. I've heard that Ewan said he was open to doing another season. It's the biggest hyped show yet. It's possibly the like biggest Star Wars event, quote, unquote, since maybe Force Awakens because everyone was just like, yeah. oh my God, a new trilogy, what? And yeah. now it's just like, nope, just give us the characters we like and don't kill them off. Exactly. The fandom has come together over Kenobi because you know, there, there are split factions of this fandom, but they all came together. Over the, over the Kenobi trailers that have come out. So yeah. everyone's super psyched for this. Obviously we are. I'm sitting here with goosebumps still. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't talk about the metal arm enough. I was just going to say, we need to go back to talking about Vader because the way they edited all that together was so effective. Perfection. Oh, like the cross-cutting between him and the Inquisitor and then having Obi-Wan's face there at the end. And it's like... Yeah. Either it's that moment where they meet in the streetway or whatever, and he can like feel the presence before he even sees Vader, or 
Yeah. Maybe he's even on the other side of the galaxy and he can feel it because it's like he Vader. Can feel him. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm okay with it either way. <laughs> or he just hears the breathing and knows and feels him. Yeah, which is the way we all experience Vader, right? You hear his breathing coming. I mean, <sighs> I just love it. I love it. Did you happen to slow down the trailer and see Vader's torso that is fucked up? No, but I did. I looked at the the arm, oh, but not yeah, the, it was I the didn't arm and the, the torso. No, it was the arm and the torso fucked up. Yeah, I love that. I love it too because I it's love it. It's true to the character, to the story, and mm-hmm. like we don't need that dumbed down for us. We watched him catch on fire and burn in a lava lake. <laughs> so yeah. like. Just because it's like a kid TV show or whatever, which I don't think this is a kid TV show, but I think that they're trying to like make the rating more like so the whole family could watch it because it's Star Wars is for kids, even though it's not. They're going to have to explain some shit. There's some parents out there. They're going to have to explain some shit. Because remember when (laughs) Revenge of the Sith came out, George Lucas said, this is not for kids. Like if you bring little children, the ending will upset them like it is not a kid's movie. So I know Mm -hmm. people... And Mark Hamill says this all the time, that it's it's for kids. It's not for kids. Let's. <laughs> a lot of it is not. Yeah. The vast majority of it is not. Yeah. And even the humor, like I had a whole different appreciation for the humor, especially in like A New Hope. Once I was an adult, it was even funnier yeah. because I kind of understood it properly. Yeah. You know, as a kid, you like the excitement. But as an adult, you're like, this is the best storytelling I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, though. Did you notice that the little swipe over the Disney logo was red this oh, time? Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> nice touch, Disney. Yeah. Because the first one was blue. This one was red. I yeah. love it. I thought that was a great little touch. Yes. Is it is it Vader's or is it all the Inquisitors or is it all? All of the above. My first thought was Vader and then I was like, oh yeah, it could be the Inquisitors because they're all... Could be all of them. So are all the Inquisitors ex-Jedi? Do you know? Still don't know. Mm. Let me look. In a similar vein to how Skywalker had fallen, the Inquisitors were all former Jedi that had fallen to the dark side and pledged themselves to Palpatine. Under Vader's command, the Inquisitors searched the galaxy to destroy all Jedi. Many Inquisitors joined the dark side due to torture or corruption. Yeah, that I remember reading that someone was tortured until they basically... That's fine. That's a great way to form a bond with somebody. (laughs) Yeah, a little Stockholm Syndrome. I liked that they gave Kumail... We love him. He was in there for like a fraction of a second. Well, (laughs) I did see theories of people saying he was going to be a voice of a droid. So I think this dispels that theory. I wonder if they did that to dispel the theory. Because people were like, we hope he's in it physically and not just the voice of a droid. You know, because it didn't say who his character was or anything when they... Okay. So he's actually a physical actor, and I, I'm looking forward to It was so sweet. He tweeted today on May the 4th that it felt real, and he said, I'm in Star Wars. And it's like... Aw, dream come that true, is, probably. It is so cool. I'm so excited for all these people who are super fans that got to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Right? I mean, there's... Oh, it must be so nice. So exciting. Yeah, he still doesn't have a character listed. There's actually a few actors that don't have character names under them still. But like, yeah, like we said, he's physically there. I was like, for one second, I was like, who is that? And I had to pause it. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) there is also like, it's not a droid, but it's like, I don't think it's a droid, but I paused it. There's a moment near the end of the trailer where there's like some giant armored 
humanoid fighting with stormtroopers and i paused it for a second it had this big like full snouted like mask helmet where was this it's near the end it it's like of this trailer yeah so it looks like there's like a shootout in some sort of like subterranean base or something i don't know there's stormtroopers there and then there's this one character that's holding a blaster out and like shoots a bunch of stormtroopers it's crazy and i pause it for a second and it's just like you can't tell who it is it could be anybody in that suit i don't think it's a droid like i think it's a person in a suit it's at like a minute almost exactly a minute Oh, I see. He's got like two little small eyes. I don't know what that is. What's, oh, I wish you could interpret the Arabesh on his chest. He has something on his back too. He's got a number one on his back and then like some sort of Arabesh that I, I can't, oh, I it see might it. not even be Arabesh. It was something I didn't really recognize like on his back. So, I, and I wonder what this location is. Like, it seems like it's underground kind of. Maybe that is a droid. It's hard to tell because it's like made to look like not droid, not human. It's I know. I'm sure they're being misleading on purpose, but it made me wonder if this was like one of those cloning facilities that you see in um, Mandalorian season two. Yeah. I don't know. Either way. It's going to tie in somehow. I mean, it's this is all just like wild speculation because we obviously don't know what any of this stuff is. But I just I just happened to notice that. And I thought it was a really strange, interesting looking character. Man, you you went through this slower than me. I usually go second by second by second by second. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. I mean, I didn't even. I just wanted to see what this was because like I, it caught my eye. So I only paused, honestly, in a few spots just to like look at the the background to just see if there's anything hidden in the background of some of the shots but I didn't really pick up on anything but also my observation skills are a little taxed right now I'm kind of mentally fried oh it's been a long day like we said (laughs) yeah so the arm they twist onto Vader is the hand that he grasped he clasped with Padme at their wedding oh no that's sad yeah the one he lost the the like his original piece we'll say <laughs> the Dooku from his removed yeah his deck his uh, Jedi days which uh-huh. is really sad and terrible and I love it I, I think the whole thing with Vader's pieces being assembled for lack of a better term is great because we don't get enough and haven't gotten enough of what he went through every day to live right yeah the closest we've come is rogue one is the like most yeah. we've really seen yeah and he takes his helmet off like once and we see him from the back right and he's in the bacta those are like the two times right he's actually like in the tank in rogue one right don't we see yeah. that in there which is fucking amazing i love that so if we get to see him like get put together after i don't know if he's meditating or he's in a tank or he's got Whatever it is, I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. Because that's the kind of story building, character, background stuff that adds to it without being like gratuitous. Yeah, for sure. These are things we want to see with Vader because he's a mystery. I love what you're saying. I I really think that's true, that Vader deserves a little... Like, I I think a lot of people would be interested to see what he goes through on a daily basis. Even the tiny snippets we've gotten, people have gone, like, crazy Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, that's all you need. You don't have to show the full body. A little mystery is good. A little bit of a snippet here, a snippet there, a little bit of insight here, but he's still the imposing evil character that we love and why he's so fearful of a character to this day, like, cause you don't know a lot about him and we get, we've gotten more material and more media on him, but you got to keep a little bit of mystery with guys like that, you know? 
characters, I should say. How do you feel about the like a confrontation between him and Obi-Wan? I still don't want one to happen. I don't want like a physical confrontation. I want uh I okay, I'll hold my tongue because if it's done well, I'll accept anything at this point. <laughs> because I don't know everything. I don't see everything. I can't picture anything, you know. I'm going to leave it up to the professionals. But I'm inclined to say like, I would choose not to have one unless you really blow my mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm a purist. I like the Obi-Wan Vader confrontation we see in A New Hope and leave it at that. You know what I mean? But I'm open. I'm open to something if it's done tastefully. Well, it'll be interesting to see him and, well, Ewan and Hayden playing (sighs) off each other again. Listen, if they have a moment where they just look at each other or sense each other and don't even come in contact with each other, I'm here for that a thousand percent. Yeah. That'd be so That's the kind of shit we need. (laughs) That in a Clone Wars flashback of them in their armor, so I would lose my fucking shit if we get that. We we have Ewan and we have Hayden. Just make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> but they're saying there's Easter eggs and 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 flashbacks and things of that's gonna reward fans. So yeah, if it's done well, I'm here for it. I don't like fan service just for the sake of fan service, but a little fan service every now and then never hurt anybody. Come on now. Yes, I totally agree. If it continues to keep a good story, we are here for the story. Yes, yeah, because that's that's the thing that carries on over time. It's not just like cool action sequences. It's this is why there's so many people obsessed with Star Wars. It's mostly because of the story, not because of the yes. gimmicks. Yeah, and I trust the people who's who have this show in their hands. So I do too. I mean, the director she directed. Um, what is it, Mr. Robot? Is that the show she directed? And she also had a couple episodes of Mando and yeah. did a fantastic job. I have I have full faith. Yeah. And like, Mr. Robot was excellently made. It was so depressing. I had to stop watching it because it was like... <laughs> That's good. We want pain. She's so familiar dark. with pain. Yeah, so she, like, she understood it. Like the dystopian... Yeah, she definitely gets that vibe and does it really well. So I'm very excited to see what she'll do with this show. And like, I just... It's so fucking awesome that there's a woman directing this show. That's really rare. I was going to say the exact same. I think that she should be proud of herself without seeing anything at all that she is at the helm of a Kenobi, the Kenobi show. Like, that's something to be proud of because this is no light order and no one's taking it lightly seriously and there must be so much pressure because there's so much expectation you know it's like the the thing that all the fans pretty much like like Mm -hmm. of course not everybody but a huge proportion of fans are very excited Mm -hmm. about this and like with that comes a lot of stress and pressure to not fuck it up yes yeah and of course, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of disappointment because when you bring expectations, like oh, sure. they're not going to be met, especially not 100%. I don't think you and I are going to like everything. I'm sure we won't. Yeah. And we shouldn't. And that's no knock on anybody. It's just the way of things. Yeah. But damn, it's good to have a female director. And on this May the 4th, 2022, there's a lot to appreciate between you and I and between everyone in the fandom. I mean, we have it's an embarrassment of riches around here. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. 100 I couldn't have said it better myself. It's so like what a time to be a Star Wars fan. I know. I know. I know. We're lucky bastards. <laughs> All right, friends and listeners, it's your turn. 
What did you think of the trailer? Were you screaming <laughs> like we were? Did you have goosebumps for hours <laughs> like I did? <laughs> what did you love? What did you notice? Tell us all, all the things. Okay, since it got bumped, <laughs> next week's episode, our 51st episode, will be our special guest interview with my friends, my dear, dear friends, Derek and Corey, as we go over our experience aboard the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser experience, and we'll get into all the hits and misses and everything in between that we felt and experienced throughout the three-day stay aboard the Star Cruiser. The epic and, uh, adventure be, that you just went on. Oh, God. It was, it was an adventure in more ways than one, and we will cover all of that <laughs> next week. So join us, please. It's going to be a funny one. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do so now on Patreon. And as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the fourth be with you. Always. <laughs>